every uh, interview round, we are making sure that we have at least three or four team members that interact with the candidate. So it's not only about his professional fit to the team or his professional experience. It's also about um, the, the, the cultural fit to the team. People with different communication styles. You have high and low context countries. You have um, very different um, personalities. You have people where uh, it's very common that you would um, speak out at a meeting where it's absolutely natural for you to do so. And other cultures where it's probably more polite to wait or to not speak out that quickly, which can then lead to, again, exclusion because those people might not find room uh, for their voices. The Leadership Brief. Insights and new perspectives on modern leadership for executives, high performers and leaders. Hello and welcome back to today's episode of The Leadership Brief. My name is Allegra and I will be your moderator today, together with our co-host Stephanie Playford, Head of Inclusion and Diversity Advisory, Rod Howell International. I'm very pleased to welcome our special guest today, Limor Sonnenschein. Limor has a senior role in one of Europe's largest e-commerce company, specializing in mobile application development and management. She works with a mobile app development team geographically spread across Europe with nationalities from all over the world. Some of them being Indian, British, Egyptian, Turkish, Spanish and Romanian. Limur is successfully managing all of them remotely. So on that note, this episode is going to be all about how to support a diverse cross-cultural remote team. For all of our listeners who don't understand German, The translation of Lima's last name means sunshine, which I find very beautiful. So Lima, first of all, welcome. Thank you so much for taking part today and joining our discussion. Maybe to start off with, would you like to introduce yourself briefly to our listeners? Yes, yeah, sure. So hi, thank you for having me here today. I'm super excited. And um, yeah, my name is Lima Hada Sunshine. Um, I'm the area product owner of Zooplast mobile app teams, um, originally from Tel Aviv, but living in Germany for the past um, almost 10 years. Um, actually, I'm super privileged um, to have my work combining two of my biggest passions in life, which are mobile apps and pets. Thanks, Nima. I think, um, I think that was a great introduction. And um, um, thank you also, Allegra, for um, pointing out and sharing in a bit more detail about um, how diverse um, Limo's teams are. And um, I think this is something which is definitely, um, we can get some great insights and lessons learned today on how to manage such a diverse team. Um, if, I'm, if I'm not mistaken, Nimo, you manage them all remotely. And um, that also brings me to, to probably my first question. Um, how How do you keep remote employees engaged and, and ensure that remote teams are productive? So really, how can you or how can you also support this productivity and performance wherever they are? Well, that's a very good question. Um, so, yes, I'm working in a remote setup. We are all working in a remote setup in the teams. Uh, we are distributed in three different locations, um, Germany, Spain and and Vienna in Austria. Um, yes, it's. I think it's bring um, other 
complexity probably into this uh, work environment. Uh, sometimes it is indeed easier to be everyone on the same location, to speak the same language, to share the same um, cultural um, habits. But um, I feel that this in the this remote uh, setup and in distributed setup, everyone are just trying harder. They are way more engaged. They don't want to miss a thing. Um, I also think there is a big, big, big advantage to the fact that we are all distributed. So we don't have the situation in which some of us are in one office and some of us are not. So we don't have this fear of missing out uh, all the time accompanies us, um, which is a great relief. But other than that, we do take a lot of actions to keep the, the team engaged all the time. We are doing lots of activities. We have lots of casual talks. We also have a daily um, coffee break in which everyone who can attend is just joining casually to the, to the call and sharing how was his day and um, what's up with him. And like some person, we have this personal coffee talks that we just don't have. Uh, because we are not on the same location. So we are actually producing them all the time. Um, and I think it, it really, really helped the team to, to keep their engagement level high. And other than that, I think we are all working very, very hard in creating this uh, continuously ownership feeling and uh, developing it um, by each and every team member um, of us. Um, it's just like from small to big actions, we are doing lots, lots, lots of things. Um, we never give the uh, the team members the the feeling that the product is actually a product owner product or an engineering product. It's actually our product. We are all owning this product. We are sharing full responsibility for that. When when something happened to the product, we are all super engaged in in fixing that and uh, supporting that. So I think it's also super helpful in this kind of a situation. Wonderful, these are really great examples. Um, just a follow-up question here. I mean, talking about, you talked a lot about ownership and it seems like your team members, they have a lot of, um, they have a lot of freedom and also outside of the box thinking. And um, you, you seem to give them a lot of room to come up with their own ideas and creativity. Um, how, but then how, maybe you can share a little bit on how do you evaluate or measure your the success in, in managing such a diverse team remotely? Is it, do you look, for example, at the outcomes and results or more the activities of each team member? Or is it really um, pure trust? I mean, more and more, um, I mean, more and more clients that we talk to, they talk about these new leadership styles going away from authority to more freedom and having trust in the team, giving them more responsibility and ownership, all things that you have just mentioned. Um, so my question there would be really like, how, how would you then measure the success um, of, of your team? Well, I think there are many ways um, to measure the success of a team. I think there is not, not like a single single way. Um, so if the numbers are like that, and if we are making more revenue, that it means that the team is successful. Uh, this is definitely not my my thing. I would say um, so. It's all about the atmosphere in the team, how productive the team feels they are, the feedback that we are getting from the team the feedback that we are getting from our customers in, in regards to the product. So it's actually a combination of many things. Um, 
I would say that the level of cooperation of the team with other teams in the company is also a factor. Um, so, but yes, we are super busy in measuring all the time and checking uh, ourselves and doing some uh, small um, health tests uh, of the team and our productivity and how productive we feel we are, how can we do better? Um, because we understand also there is no, you know, a winning formula here. Like it's, it's a continuous, a process of improvement that we have to invest in and we are super invested in that um so yeah i'm sorry but i don't have just one winning factor that i can say okay this is how we measure but i think you always have to look on the big picture and say okay who is happy who is not how can we support these and these team members uh, better how can we um uplift the team um and then i think um, a side effect of that is a good product, right? But like, first we have to invest in the team members and really it's all about trust. I would never like to have someone in the team that I feel that, okay, we cannot trust him. We have to micromanage him. It's definitely not my style. It's definitely not my team style also. Um, so I'm super lucky to have independent people in the team that are thinking outside of the box. They are always um making the extra mile in in order to to just make our lives better you know as a team um it just makes everything way more easier i would say well i would say that was a was a perfect answer i think i totally agree i mean there's not one uh, formula or one strategy that um that is the the golden rule of how how it works but I very much agree, as you just said, it's um, there's always room for improvements and there are always ways where people can work more efficient, where people can contribute, come up with initiatives and ideas. And uh, as you said, I think trust is absolutely vital. Um, Lima, maybe that brings me to my second question. So when we talk about trust, I, mean, I assume, you know, you have a very senior role. Um, you are also part of the recruitment and hiring process. And if for you, um, you put a lot of emphasis and importance on having the right team members, um, having team members that you can trust. So how do you, maybe you can share with our listeners, how do you employ, how do you hire employees effectively remotely? And how do you onboard those new remote employees, especially working with such diverse teams with so many different cultures? How can you how can you understand during an interview, such a short time an interview, um, whether that person coming maybe from a different culture, different racial ethnic background, is that how that person is the right fit for the team and how you can have that trust managing that person completely remotely from the start? Yes, hiring is indeed um, a big challenge. Uh, we were very busy with hiring uh, the past year since our team scaled up a lot. Um, yeah, so we are um, very busy also in improving our hiring um, process all the time. But um, what we are doing is actually we are bringing, uh, we don't have just a one-on-one -on -one interview in, in our process, right? We are trying to involve uh, many people from different angles um, that can interact with the candidate. We think it's super helpful, not only for us, but also for the candidate, right? Because it's also a candidate's decision whether he wants to join our team or not. And think about it, how hard it is for him actually to decide whether this is like a team that he wants to join when he only see us all on a screen. Um, 
so I think about his uh, the challenges of of the candidates, and I'm I'm I, I really I really can understand them, and um, so in every uh, interview round, we are making sure that we have at least three or four team members that interacts with the candidate. So it's not only about his professional fit to the team or his professional experience. It's also about um, the, the, the cultural fit to the team. Um, and yes, it's very, it's, it's super challenging sometimes to understand or try to imagine how this would be uh, working with this uh, person uh, in the team. But I think when you are collecting different perspective of different people that you trust and you believe in, then you get like a more, a fuller picture of how it will be, right? And it's easier to imagine. I think um, one thing that I'm uh, always insisting on doing, I feel um, that it's uh, super helpful to have in mind uh, in the interviews, if a candidate, a candidate that is sitting right in front of me, is he someone that can teach me something in life, you know? Um, can I grow um, out of the interaction with him? Um, is he bringing something new that I don't know? Maybe it's cultural, maybe it's um, professional, maybe it's something completely different, maybe it's something that will challenge me and will help me grow. And then um, it's super helpful for me to understand, yes, I want to, I want to work with this person. And I'm always uh, saying that I'm only hiring people that are a bit smarter than me uh, because I can learn from them a lot. And um, I feel super privileged because I um, hired some people uh, this year that I'm, I'm really learning from them every day. And I feel, you know, it's amazing um, because it's not only that I can trust them, um, but it, it, it's really like the feeling that I can grow just from working together with them. And yeah. It's super awesome. Oh, it's well. It sounds very re rewarding, and um, I have to say, I actually learned something from your answer just now. And um, I really, I really loved your answer. It's really about um, just yeah, that what you just said. To, maybe to summarize it, to put yourself also in the in the shoes of of the person you interview and whether that person wants to join the team and um, how that for how difficult for that person is to be interviewed by so many different people from so many different countries with so many different views and opinions. And I think that's absolutely fantastic, Imo. I think that is something which um, more more people should really focus on as well when they when they conduct interviews. And um, I will certainly do that at my next interview. Um, maybe um maybe there and another question from my side often we experience that it's almost equally challenging to attract candidates you talked about finding maybe the right candidate but also you mentioned uh, cultural fit and finding a candidate that you know feels um feels happy in the team but um, equally challenging it is to retain those candidates, right? So um, to ensure that everyone is included, every feel, one feels welcomed in the team. Um, how, in, how, what is your advice? What are your lessons learned? Not only recruiting such diverse teams, but also then again, um, making, them, making them feel included um, in the team, um, working completely remotely. I think you've already mentioned one of the advantages is that all your team members um, work remotely. So it's not, you don't have this exclusion and inclusion that is often the problem that people feel excluded who work from home because they are not part of these coffee chats. They're not part of 
maybe a meeting because it's scheduled at a time where it's difficult to join. Um, but as you already mentioned that, so but what what how what do you, what other you know challenges maybe have you identified or what other maybe lessons learned can you share of how to include such diverse talent? Yeah, um, other lessons or other things that we are doing constantly is actually giving everyone the feeling that they are included, that their opinion matters, that we care about their opinion, because we really do. I really care about the opinions of the, my different team members. Um, it's also trying not to create silos all the time. So working in a complete, complete transparency all the time. Um, it cannot be that because I am the area product owner, I'm just doing like important stuff and I'm in important meetings and no one knows what am I doing. It's like there is some kind of a silo around it. For me, it's also super important to be transparent. And I'm, so I'm often uh, telling the team members, um, what do I what, what do I do today? So not like as a daily and reporting, but I'm telling them, hey, today I had this meeting and this and this topic came up and maybe we can talk about that. And because when I'm feeling inspired, I feel, you know, that they should be inspired as well. Other than that, I also feel that um, all the team members should be equally um, taking part in creating the goals of the team, the strategy, um, talking about where we want to be and where, where our product should be uh, in, in six months from now, in nine months from now. How do we want to do that? And then to understand together how do we take small steps to get there. And I think that when the team is actually, they feel part of that, they feel part of cre creating this strategy, they feel that they have impact not only on how well the code would be written or how to test this code or what, which button would be in which color, they feel part of the big thing, right? They, so they also feel part of the success of this product. Wonderful. So it's it's really again about uh, about trust, um, sharing information, which of course also comes uh, goes hand in hand with having the trust to share that information and really to um, give the team members the feeling that they are part of the they're part of the bigger goal. They have a purpose. Um, I think that is um, that is what I what what I took away from from your lessons learned and um, really again great examples. Thank you very much, Nemo. Um, maybe um, one more question that we received from um, from our audience is more related to um, the skills. Um, so several elements um, really make the remote work different from from traditional work structures. And this um, this new way of work, remote work, really requires also different skills. Um, so from those who manage the te uh, manage teams, from the leaders, but also from the team members itself. So the um, typical, for for instance, remote work calls for better um, time management, um, the ability to allow um, for different communication uh, channels, um, using different digital technologies effectively. Um, so I've just mentioned maybe some soft and hard skills that one needs to improve on. What what skills do you believe are needed for leading diverse room, um, remote teams successfully? 
Uh, well, I think that one assumption that um, everyone around us is doing is that um, for people that are working in a remote setup and working from home, it's more the people that doesn't need, need a lot of interaction with people. It's people that can work very, very good alone. They don't need much um, um, feedback or much uh, input from their team members. And I actually see it the other way around. I think that people that are working in a remote setup, they should have a super developed uh, social skills. They should be the masters of small talks. They should be uh, really um, amazing with uh, creating situation in which uh, people that they never met in their life would be feel comfortable to talk to them about their personal issues also only through the, the, the digital tools. And I think this is super important. So master, really like mastering your, your social skills. Um, so soft skills, I think, are ev everything. Um, tools, it's always something you can acquire. You can develop more tools. You can implement more tool using more tools in, in your day-to-day -day life in, in the team. But I think soft skills um, are a bit um, harder to acquire, I would say. And this is something that I, I really look at. And this is something that I'm really working in. Also, when it comes to myself, right, like all the time, um, checking with my team members and how do they feel and creating opportunities for us to talk uh, formally and informally. Um, and I think uh, this is super helpful when managing a diverse team. It's, it's interesting, Mima, it's exactly what the feedback we get from our clients and candidates as well. So soft skills are becoming more and more important, as you mentioned, the people skills, social skills, um, communication skills, um, but um, things also like communicating with empathy and respect and um, putting uh, putting yourself in the shoes of, of the other person is becoming really important. And um, from, from our experience as well, a lot of uh, leaders and managers they are now trying to really work hard to improve their skills also to work with um, people from different cultures. And um, with that, of course, also comes working different with people with different communication styles. You have high and low context countries. You have um, very different um, personalities. You have people where uh, it's very common that you would um, speak out at a meeting where it's absolutely natural for you to do so. And other cultures where it's probably more polite to wait or to not speak out that quickly, which can then lead to, again, exclusion, because those people might not find room um, for their voices and might not find an opportunity to share their input and talk. So I think um, what you said is on, I can only confirm that from the feedback we get from the market and clients, it's, it's really all about the soft skills and, and the people and social skills, I would say. Um, Lima, this already brings me to our um, final question of this um, really interesting diversity special day um, podcast, which is um, what do you believe um, the future of work look like? Do you, will look like? Um, is working remotely the future or will it be this hybrid model or what do you think? Will we all return to an office someday? Uh, what's what's your view on that? And maybe some final advice or lessons learned to those listening on how to manage remote diverse teams and how to be a great remote leader. You brought you mentioned a lot of great examples and lessons learned, but maybe you can share like one final advice on managing remote um, diverse teams successfully. 
Um, yeah, the future. I think uh, the future is uh, also very, very diverse. I would say I don't think there is one solution that will fit all. Um, I think some people will still uh, prefer to go to the office um, on a daily basis and then it's OK. And some people will still prefer to work completely remote. And this is also OK. And some people will uh, prefer to have kind of a combined version of the, this portal, like a hybrid version of coming to the office and working remote and meeting from time to time, um, but working from home most of the time. So I think um, the best thing I can say or the best advice that I can give everyone and to myself is just to be, um, to tolerate everything, right? Like, and to tolerate whatever, whatever our employees would like to do and whatever our employees are finding productive. And as long as this setup is working for the employees, then it works for the team, then it works for the company. And of course it works for me. Um, yeah, so this is a kind of my final thing. I would say that, um, yeah, final advice, always hire people that are, that are better than you. That, that this would be an, an amazing opportunity for you as well. And this is, yeah, my take. Thank you very much, Lima. That was absolutely fantastic. Thank you for joining us for this episode of The Leadership Brief. For further information, please contact us via our website and make sure to follow the podcast for more insights about modern leadership. 